Yeah, yeah. Ball so hard, you better believe me, it's scary. It's basketball, let the ball with Calvin and Barry. So put a tip in the jar, cause these dudes can really fill it up. Whether it's buckets you need enough just a beer in a cup. We're here for fresh conversations, got some delicious libations. Subscribe to the channel and turn on the notifications. My boys, got you covered like you being guarded by pay. From the glove to the cloth, and everyone else in between. Calvin and Barry got everything that you need. So sit back, relax, because we're starting the show. It's basketball at the bar, grab your drinks and let's go. Yeah, yeah. Grab a drink and let's go. Subscribe to the channel and turn on the notification. Subscribe to the channel and turn on the notification. Let's get it. What up, ballers? Welcome to Basketball at the Bar. Join us live for the best NBA podcast here on YouTube, where the takes are hot and the drinks are cold. There's no dress code, and you can take us wherever you go. So pull up a stool, drop a like, and don't forget to subscribe. This is basketball at the bar. Grab your drinks and let's go. Calvin, it's Friday. It's July 1st. It is Canada Day. It is Canada Day. Happy Canada Happy Day, Canada. everybody. Welcome in everybody that's watching. Shout out to everybody. We have a lot of stuff to talk about today. It is officially day two of NBA free agency, and we have a ton of deals, right, Cal? Yeah, I think the last thing I said yesterday on yesterday's show is buckle your seatbelt. Uh, it's if yes, if you thought yesterday was crazy, today might be even crazier, and it's not over yet. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't even know where to start here. We have so many things happening. Uh, I guess I'll just start here with contract extensions. We have Zion Williamson returning to the New Orleans Pelicans in a two hundred and thirty plus million dollar contract extension. It's five years. The dude has played less than eighty five games in the NBA. And he missed an entire season recently. I think that's outrageous. But like you said, it's what you got to do, it's right? It's what you have to do. If you wanted to keep him on this team, you had to pay him that. Would you have considered trading him? or? Uh, I would have considered trading him for Kevin Durant. Yes. Oh, okay. I would have. Interesting. I like what you did there. Uh, John Morant agrees to a rookie contract extension with the Grizzlies. Booker also agrees to a Supermax deal with the Suns. I'm not going to break down all these numbers because they're They're all very, very similar. (laughs) Towns agrees to a contract extension with the Timberwolves. Um, And then you got guys like Zach Levine returning to the Chicago Bulls. Five-year, $215 million deal for him. Calvin, I see you got the Bulls hat on today. Let's hear your take. Zach Levine is back in Chicago. Well, you got to be happy if you're the Bulls. I mean... All they're all rumors aside, like it would have been one of the worst case scenarios for them to lose him for nothing in free agency. Mm-hmm. Obviously, even though they would have still had a lot of talent around them, um, this this move keeps them relevant in the Eastern Conference. Definitely. Okay, uh, so good move by Chicago. They got their guy. He's back. It was very quick. Uh, vacation for him. He said he was going to go listen to everybody and figure out where I wanted to go. I think this was his first official opportunity of being a free agent, right, after Minnesota yeah. being traded to yeah. Chicago. So very cool to see Zach Levine back with the Bulls. We have a couple trades to break down today. Uh, first off, I might as well go with my Sacramento Kings. Kevin Herter is headed to Sacramento in a package surrounded by Justin Holiday, Mo Harkless, and a 2024 lottery-protected first-round pick. Calvin, we've been talking about the Kings all season long on Royal Rebounds and a little bit here on this channel. Uh, We've been talking about a guy from Atlanta potentially landing in Sacramento. That was John Collins. We thought Kevin Herter might be kind of a throw-in or or a salary match. Looks like they're not getting John Collins now, and they're just getting Kevin Herter. What do you think about this deal? Um, I like the deal. I I mean... More wing depth, more versatility, more shooting. Those are all things that we've said repeatedly the Kings need. Um, I'm not necessarily as high on what the Kings have done so far in free agency as I think a lot of the fan base is, though. Mm -hmm. And that's for a couple of reasons. Number one, this team doesn't break the 16-year playoff drought unless they start stopping people. Yeah. And I don't see a team that's an especially great defensive team put together right now uh they're i think they will be better i think they're younger they're more talented 
Uh, and I like what they've got offensively. Uh, the idea of having De'Aaron Fox with shooters out there to space the floor yep. and Sabonis, that's going to open things up a lot for him. In order for this team to really take the next step next year, it's going to be contingent on two things. Number one, Sabonis and Fox have to play like all-stars for the entire season. Yep. And number two, they're asking a lot out of Keegan Murray now, which if you're like me and you love him, the pick there for, you think that was the right play for them, mm-hmm. and potentially he could be in the rookie of the year conversation, then, then that's good, right? Like you're on the right track. But I still think that they're going to be asking a lot of him, uh, both offensively and defensively, for a team that's not known for stopping people. So it, it's it's interesting to me. Yeah, it's it is it is very interesting. You know, it's it's kind of like they brought in guys at different times to fix different problems, right? So they were worried about the spacing issue with Fox and Sabonis, so they bring in Malik Monk, they bring in Kevin Herter. They're worried about defense. They bring in Mike Brown, and he's supposed to kind of put all these guys together here. I'm very mixed on this deal. I like I like Kevin Herter. I like that he's under contract for four more seasons, and, and it's a pretty reasonable deal. Um, but I'm a little concerned on the defensive end of the floor, and I really just didn't like giving up that first-round pick. I know it's lottery protected, and I think it's like top, what is it, 10 the next year and then it converts to two second 12, rounds or something like that. One year and then 10 then the next 10, year then, then becomes two second yeah. round picks. It's not so much that pick that I'm worried about. It's more in the, the terms of like now the Kings cannot trade their pick for next year because you can't trade consecutive picks. Now you can't trade 2024. You can't trade 2025. Uh, I think you're pretty much like the next first round pick you can trade is like 2027 or 2028. Unless you were able to trade, like, the 2024 first-round pick, 1 through 14. That's it. But I think this definitely handicaps them in terms of, like, bringing in another big-name guy. Um, So I'm a little mixed. I think it's a little bit of a gamble on Kevin Herter. But I also think if you look at this front office, you look at a guy like Wes Wilcox that came from Atlanta. Maybe he had something to do with bringing Kevin Herter to Atlanta, drafting him. Maybe he's got some inside information on him but ultimately this makes me think that Harrison Barnes is staying John Collins is not an option and so now I'm thinking to myself well we just drafted a guy number four overall in Keegan Murray I think he needs to get extended minutes right we we penciled him in as a oh, starter he's gonna start for sure on this team we, we thought so now you bring in Malik Monk you got Kevin Herter you still have Harrison Barnes mm-hmm. which one of those guys is coming off the bench probably Monk for me yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I, I don't know if uh, Deer and Fox will be happy about that. I don't know if Monk will be happy about that when he was just starting on the Lakers last season. Maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, they it's a they definitely still have that question to answer. But uh, I think Herder's bigger. Uh, you know, he, he can. They they both shoot the ball according to last season pretty close in terms of numbers. Um, but it, it on for the contract that Herder's on, like it, I think it makes sense for him to be the starting two guard. What's up, Progressive G? Good to see you here in the chat. Uh, he says I'm a big fan of these moves. At least they're making an effort. Only thing missing is acquiring Mr. John Collins. I agree. I thought Collins might have been included in this deal. Yeah, but, uh, I don't think that they're gonna get him at, at this point now. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, so what does this mean for Harrison Barnes? He's entering in the last year on his contract. Um, he's the starting four now for the Kings. The maybe three. Three, uh, maybe, yeah. depending yeah. on where you want to play Keegan Murray. Um, but does this mean we're going to see a Harrison Barnes contract extension this offseason? Does it mean he gets traded before the deadline? Or do they wait and gamble until next offseason to where he could potentially leave for nothing? which they've done once before with yeah. him, and he did re-sign. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on HB and what, what this Herder news, I guess, means for him? Well, right now it doesn't mean doesn't change many things for him, I think. I mean, he's still going to start uh, on this team, uh, whether he plays the three or the four. And in terms of what it means for his future, I think you have to answer that question or revisit that question in December. If the Kings get off to a good start, they're playing well, they're winning games, um, then you might think about 
some a, a contract extension or uh, you know future plans to keep him in Sacramento. If they're not doing that well or not meeting expectations mm-hmm. with an expiring contract, expect him to be moved by the trade deadline. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. If the Kings are in the playoffs or in the race, I think he stays. Otherwise, uh, he maybe gets shipped out. And maybe the Kings making the playoffs next season will be enough to keep a guy like Harrison Barnes and make him want to stay and continue to grow with the team. Uh, We will see what happens there. Also in in the news today, I, I heard that there hasn't been much trade interest in Rashawn Holmes. Mike Brown seems to be a fan of him. So I guess the Kings are leaning towards now keeping Rashawn Holmes, which is something Monty has said he wanted all along. Maybe we were diving in a little bit too deep, trying to read between the lines here. But uh, ultimately for me, it looks like the Kings are pretty much done making moves here. Yeah, I mean, I think they could maybe still fill out the roster with another uh, wing player, you know, the small forward position. You've got Barnes and Murray, but if one of them has to start at the four, then you're, Mm -hmm. you're pretty thin at small forward. Like, Terrence Davis can play the three, but he's severely undersized. He lost Mo Harkless. Lost Mo Harkless. So, uh, you know, I would still look for them to to sign another small forward or a wing type player to to uh, you know fill out the rest of the depth there at that position. Uh, Maybe somebody like T.J. Warren, for example, take a a risk on him, or you know, just one of those those wing players that's still out there. But that's probably the only thing left for this team. Yeah, I agree. Let us know in the chat what you guys think the Kings need to do to continue to improve this offseason. We would love to hear from you guys. In other news, Dante DiVincenzo has agreed to a two-year, $9.3 million deal with the Golden State Warriors. This is an absolute surprise. Uh, This is less than his qualifying offer with the Kings would have been. Yeah. This is weird, right? Well, I mean, it's unfortunate for Dante that he doesn't, you know, get a contract offer that he probably was hoping for this offseason however you know can you really feel that bad for him he gets to go to the champs and play with the warriors now so and and he's basically the perfect replacement i think for losing gary payton to the trailblazers yeah it gives him two years of guaranteed money could potentially win a ring get some more experience or another ring get some experience and uh is able to kind of rebuild his value here uh, does this affect Warriors in terms of like re-signing Jordan Poole or anything like that? Um, I, I don't know for sure. My guess would be not. It, it doesn't change that situation that much. I mean, they're not paying DiVincenzo a lot. The Kevon Looney deal probably affects that more than yes. DiVincenzo. Um, and I think you got to be happy for him too, right? Like he, he definitely earned that. Let's talk about that. Was it three years, 24 25, million, I 25 think. million? Uh, good, we, good deal for the Warriors. Oh, great deal. What does this mean for James Wiseman? Uh, again, I don't think it really changes much for James Wiseman. Like, it, what leverage does he have to go out there and, and say, you know, I, I demand to play or I demand yep. to have a contract? Um, they, they're playing with house money when it comes to him. He, he's got to work his way back into the lineup. And if he comes back strong, um, you know, that just adds depth. Like, that, I think they'd be totally happy bringing Looney off the bench. And I think he's at $9.6 million next season and 12.1 the year after that. So they still have two more years to kind of figure out what's happening with James Wiseman before they have to figure out if they're paying him, moving on for him. And he's only 20 year, 21 years old, which is quite crazy. Yeah. I can't believe this Warriors team just continues to stack up young talent, even in a guy like DiVincenzo, very, very young, could end up staying with the Warriors. Uh, The front office just continues to hit dingers out of the park here. Yeah, I mean, that's why they're the Warriors, right? That is why they're the Warriors. All right, let's talk about this uh, Rudy Gobert trade. We've heard over the past couple weeks that the Bulls were the favorite to land Rudy Gobert. They land Zach Levine, which I'm sure they're very happy about. Mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert ends up with the Minnesota Timberwolves. This is a pretty crazy deal here. So the Timberwolves receive Rudy Gobert. The Jazz receive Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Leandro uh, Bolmero, Walker Kessler, Jared Vanderbilt, a 2023 first-round pick, a 2025 first-round pick, 
a 2026 pick swap, a 2027 first-round pick, and a 2029 first-round pick. And I believe this is the only pick that actually is protected. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's quite a package. That's a haul. Yeah, it makes me wonder what the Kevin Durant deal yeah. is going to look like. Yeah, this is this is crazy. The first thing I thought of when I saw this deal is I'm like, oh man, Patrick Beverly's gonna be pissed. <laughs> We're gonna see him on ESPN trash in towns and and all these guys. But it, it's funny in terms of like Gobert won Defensive Player of the Year. He's probably the best defensive big man in, in the league, and Towns is probably the best offensive big man in the league. Uh, I mean, you could put him right up there with um, with Jokic, but now they're on the same team. Everybody's going small, unless you're <laughs> Cleveland or Minnesota. Yeah. What's going on here? Well, uh, look, they they have uh, been open, I think, this whole summer about wanting to add a big man that's going to take some of the pressure, especially defensively, off of Carl Anthony Towns. Um, this is going to free Towns up, and it you know it is kind of – strange in the new nba when everybody is starting to go smaller that this team is totally doubling down i mean if you took the wingspan of every player on the timberwolves roster i think it stretches around the world like three times they're an incredibly (laughs) huge long team now um and it's going to be really interesting to see how how this pairing works who is left on this roster is what i'm trying to think of i mean they still got d'angelo russell they got Anthony Edwards. I guess they got Jaden McDaniels, Kyle Anderson. They just signed him. Yep. And then they got Townsend Gobert. So that's a that's an interesting squad there. Very very interesting squad. A lot of talent, a lot of upside on that roster. You think they're making the playoffs uh, next season? I would be willing to bet that. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Year three of Anthony Edwards. Carl Anthony Towns in his prime, and now you've got a, a defensive stopper there. Yep. In the middle. So Nurkic agrees to a deal to return to the Blazers, a four-year contract extension. Uh, good move for the Blazers, in my opinion. Just a few weeks ago, we were like, what is Portland going to do here? Yeah. Are they blowing it all up? They end up adding another big-name guy. They draft well. They bring back Nurkic. Are they right back into contention here? I'm not so sure. I, I mean, I, I think that Portland is doing – at this point, what they can to salvage the rest of the offseason. I think they wanted to go bigger than this, though, and probably just didn't hit. They wanted to get uh, OG Anobi from the Raptors. That didn't work out. Yep. Um, they definitely wanted to to stockpile talent here, and th- they did it just in a different way, like, you know, drafting Shaden Sharp, um, signing uh, or trading for Jeremy Grant. Yep. And re-signing Anthony Simons, th- those are good moves, but, y- you know, it's h- how quickly do you get back to being one of the better teams in the Western Conference with those moves? I don't know. And they brought in Gary Payton also. They did. So good yeah. moves for them. Yeah. But uh, I think it's definitely a lot more clarity. If I'm Damian Lillard, I'm sleeping a lot better tonight than I did over the past few weeks. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some more contract extensions. Uh, And next up, we have the New York Knicks. Mitchell Robinson agrees to a four-year contract extension with them. They brought back their big man. They've been making some big moves. We saw them add Jalen Brunson yesterday. Do you like this move for New York? Yeah, I do like this move. Um, You know, I think they they definitely needed – if they were going to lose him to free agency, they would have a pretty big hole to fill at Definitely. center. So, uh, it, uh, I think this is a good move. It's pretty insane. I think I saw somewhere out on the internet. I still don't even know if this is true or not because it was so uh, jaw dropping to me. But Mitchell Robinson, according to this tweet or whatever it was, is the first Knicks player to be drafted by the Knicks and then re-sign a second contract with the team in like almost 30 years. I I don't know if that's even possible, but yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about all the guys did, did Porzingis resign? I don't with the Knicks think he did. Did we haven't seen RJ Barrett resign yet? yet. Yeah, that's a, that's a tricky one. If that's true, it's absolutely shocking, but yeah, (laughs) 
I'm gonna lean towards that not being true. Thirty I, years I is a right long now. time. I think it said twenty-eight years, but yeah. still, like it, man, it, it's crazy. If you guys know the answer to that, let us know in the chat because we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Jeff the Lefty, what's up? It's good to see you. I'm drinking a Coors Light. Uh, Calvin is sipping on some hopium over there, uh, trying to get the Kings back to the playoffs. Happy about his Bulls. Uh, next up, Ricky Rubio returns to the Cavs. Got injured last season. They end up trading him. They brought in Rondo. I think he had a pretty close connection with that squad. He opts to return to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Good or bad for the Cavs? Oh, I think this is good. Um, uh, I don't know what the what Rajon Rondo is doing out there, but having a veteran point guard um, to back up Darius Garland, I think, is a definite must on this team. And Rubio, what, before he got hurt last year, was playing pretty well for them. So Yeah, great move for Cleveland. Great move for the Cavs. I expect them to be... A really good team next year. I really do. Uh, Well, it's official. We talked about it yesterday. John Wall lands with the Clippers. He officially signs a two-year contract with them today. Uh, Any other thoughts regarding Wall and the Clippers? Uh, No, I mean, I think we've kind of said everything there is to say about that, right? Like, it's a very good move. They got him for, for John Wall. To be paying paid, I think it's like $13.5 over the next two years compared to what he was paid over the last five years. Um, that's a huge steal if you're the Clippers. And it also makes them serious contenders if everybody's healthy. Yeah. All right. And uh, I think we got one more trade to discuss here, and that's the Celtics. They finally acquire a point guard. They've been acquiring it, this point guards. This is the deal of the day for me. Yeah, they, they've been acquiring point guards for, like, it seems like the past six or seven years here. They went through Isaiah Thomas, mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving, Kemba Walker. Uh, I can't even name them all. But they have a new one now, and it's Malcolm Brogdon. They acquired him from the Pacers. Got uh, him for... Very cheap. Too. Yeah. Aaron Neesmith, Daniel Tice, Nick Stauskas, uh, Malik Fitz, Jawan Morgan in a 2023 first-round pick. Daniel Tice has got to be pissed. He just returned <laughs> to the Celtics, right? So you like he this deal a lot? Around. I love this deal for Boston. Malcolm Brogdon, I think, fits this team absolutely perfectly. Uh, again, it, injury, I don't want to use the word prone, but has had some injury issues over the last few years so they definitely are going to need him you know to be available but if he is uh we're talking about the best defensive team in the league getting one of the better defensive guards in the nba another guy that can shoot it from outside i think he fits really really well with marcus smart in the backcourt i love this move for boston does this propel them back to the nba finals it certainly could. I mean, they had a chance to go back even if they don't make this move. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, I, they're in they're in great shape. And what does say. this mean for Marcus Smart? Is he coming off the bench now? Is he the starting two guard? Do they kind of shift that, everybody that's down the one? Or? question. I mean, you could play them together in the backcourt. You could play Tatum at the four in these you know new NBA smaller lineups. Um, that that I think is the the one thing that they they'll have to address before the season starts is the rotation and and who starts but i think it's a great move what's up everybody in the chat good to see you guys hanging out let us know if you guys have any questions we will be going into q a here pretty soon but uh calvin i know there's a ton of other deals that we haven't covered i kind of want to scroll through uh woge's twitter account here and go over a couple of them but before i do that is there any other ones that really stuck out to you today uh, no, I mean, t- you know, today was about uh, <clears throat> that, what was it, the 2017 or 2018 draft class getting paid. Like, that. Exactly. that's what it was about for exactly. me today. And and all of those guys deserve it. Like, I mean, you can argue whether or not Zion Williamson deserves the deal because, it, because he hasn't been uh, available or played. But uh, like we said before, you know, that's, I think that, that's the way the NBA yeah. is going right now so those guys are were the real big winners today so first tweet from Woj. 
The Jazz gathered six first-round picks in the past 24 hours, including seven-footer Walker Kessler, the 22nd overall pick in the 2022 NBA Draft. The Jazz plan to retool the roster around all-star guard Donovan Mitchell. It's crazy, man. Minnesota is sending 2023, 2025, 2027 all unprotected picks. They must be extremely high on Towns, on Edwards, and just think, oh, we're not going to be in the lottery for seven years or something. If I'm the Jazz, if I'm Donovan Mitchell, I think I'm actually coming out of this feeling pretty good. Like Rudy Gobert, yes, he was the defensive player of the year, as amazing as he's been. He was extremely exposed in the NBA playoffs this season. He is a, I don't want to say a one-sided player, but he's very limited in the things that he actually can do. The things that he does do, he does extremely well. But you add a guy in Walker Kessler who is a block machine. That's basically replacing Gobert in my mind. Plus you add a bunch of first-round picks. If I'm Donovan Mitchell, I'm not disappointed in, in today and yesterday's news. Um, I don't know if I... If I would feel the same way if I was Donovan Mitchell. I mean, first of all, to think that Walker Kessler is automatically going to come in and replace a three-time defensive player of the year is, even though he had ridiculous numbers in college last season, that might be a stretch to think. Also, out of all these other players they got in, in this trade, the trade is really more about the draft picks than it is the players, which if I'm Donovan Mitchell, that tells me, we're not planning to be good for a few years. So I, I don't know how I would feel if I was or him. I'd be or still we a have little worried. The capital to go after Kevin Durant. Perhaps. So it's funny that you mentioned that. Obviously, you know, this time of year it's all rumors and, and it's people come up with the craziest ideas that they can possibly come up with. But I did read something today that said Jimmy Butler has been in nonstop communication with Kevin Durant and Donovan Mitchell and is doing everything that he can. I realize he only has so much say and so much power uh, to pull off moves, but it is apparently the goal of the three of them to team up in Miami now. Oh, wow. Where did you read this? On Twitter. Okay. My favorite news publication. Yeah, yeah, very reliable resource. Yes. Sometimes gold, other times coal. Yes. Well, and, and like I said, it, you know, everything is speculation right now at this point when it comes to this time of year in the NBA. Yeah. Even the, the times you hear, oh, this is, you know, this is the favorite situation to happen or this is the most likely situation to happen. Uh, it, it's still a lot of speculation. However, yeah. we know Kevin Durant's one of his top two teams on his wish list is Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jimmy Butler is – it would – it does not surprise me at all to hear that he is desperate to make this happen, right? I like, mean, they got a lot of assets they also, do. right? Um, if you're the Nets and they have a package, you know, surrounding a guy like Bam Adebayo, you you got to listen, right? Same with Tyler Hero. Yeah. So I think it might the, take both of those it's guys. interesting. But yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're going to need another team, though, because I, I just learned about this rule yesterday. You Ben Simmons... You can't have two players yep. on your roster that are on rookie. That are on, ma- it's like a designated it, rookie extension. Yes, but that yeah. were traded. Yeah, it's not that they were both got the the max extension. Yes. It's both were traded to the same team. So that means the Nets cannot take Bam Adebayo unless back. they get rid unless of Ben. Unless they get rid of Ben Simmons, or there's an, another team involved to help facilitate that deal. So it's it's interesting and complicated, but. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds. Ben Simmons to Utah? Maybe. That's crazy. That that guy. Poor guy. I don't even know what to say about that guy. He's been in for a whirlwind. I mean, he started it himself, right? Yeah, but I would say a lot of it is self-inflicted. Just, it's just been a, a crazy turnaround for him. Uh, Luke Cornett has agreed to re-sign with the Boston Celtics on a two-year deal. I don't have much to say about that. Any, what about you? I mean, yeah, he, he's the third string center not one of on the big, this team. Not one so. of the big deals. <laughs> uh, Raul Nato will sign with the Cleveland Cavaliers on a one-year deal. A lot of small deals like that as well. Uh, I did want to note, 
Kings fans and Warriors fans, Nemanja Belica is leaving the Golden State Warriors to play in Turkey next season. Uh, shout out to him. I hope he does well. Um, big Bielitsa fan. And uh, I, I don't even like want to say this here, but I hope he doesn't get involved in any international things like we saw what happened to Brittany Griner when she's playing overseas. <laughs> That's the only thing I think of now is like you're going to another country to play overseas. Like what is going to be the implications of COVID, of, uh, you know, political things like it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Turkey's not that far away. It's not. He is from Europe, though. I mean, it's a little different situation than Brittany Griner going to Russia every year. I I think he he probably feels more comfortable there than she does in Russia. Definitely. Definitely. You know, a little different. And actually, he was going to leave for Europe before Vlade convinced him to sign with the Sacramento Kings. So this is probably a move he's been looking to do for a while. He picked up a few extra million dollars in the NBA. He picked up a championship, championship ring, ring yep. and now he's heading back to Europe. So yes. shout out to Billy. He is winning Definitely. at life. Some more Bulls news. Derek Jones Jr. has reached an agreement to return to the Chicago Bulls on a two-year deal worth $6.6 million. I absolutely love this deal for the Bulls, and I really like Derek Jones Jr. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think this is a good move. And the bigger move for me is, is signing Andre Drummond, which happened yesterday. Yes. Um, I, the, I think the Bulls maybe realized that they weren't going to, either they weren't willing to give up, you know, the 40 million picks for Rudy Gobert like Minnesota did, or they realized that, it you know, that deal just wasn't going to happen. So what's a good fallback plan? Go out and sign Andre Drummond. Yeah, great, great move. And that guy has fallen from grace so fast. I really root for Andre a lot. He's still a very good player, I, I would say. I yeah. An underrated player. Like, if you look at that dude's uh, blocks and steals numbers yep. per game uh, over the, the course of his career, for somebody that you don't really think of as, uh, you just think of a, a big body that stands next to the basket, right? That's yep. not how he plays at all. He's much more versatile than that. Do you know what they paid him? I don't know, actually. I know it's a two-year deal, I'm pretty sure. but I mean, I look at Drummond and Gobert very similarly, but one of them's making $40-plus million. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Have you seen Andre Drummond's uh, shoulders when he doesn't shave them? They're crazy, dude. (laughs) He's going to be trying out for the new Shrek movie. All right. In other news, Robin Lopez signs a deal to... Uh, I guess moved to Cleveland and joined the Cavaliers. It's a one-year deal. Cleveland is getting bigger, Calvin. (laughs) What is going on over there? Well, everybody else is getting smaller, so that means there's all these big guys available for Minnesota and Cleveland to snatch up. Yeah. They're just going to be a team of, like, seven-footers that just... They're pretty close. It's crazy. It is crazy. We haven't heard anything about Colin Sexton. No, we haven't heard anything about him yet. Interesting. Uh, Drew uh, Drew Eubanks signs a one-year deal with the Blazers. Uh, we went over the Nurkic news, John Wall, Levine. Um, Otto Porter Jr. signs with the Raptors. Yeah. And it, according to Woj, the Raptors are now emerging as a dark horse team to trade for Kevin Durant. I, I saw that. They were actually talking about it today on, on NBA TV um, that they did the same thing before with Kawhi Leonard yeah. and Kawhi yeah. said I don't want to go to Toronto they traded for him anyways they win their first title in franchise history he leaves I don't think they're mad about it but they have a chance to get Kevin Durant who's locked up for four more seasons yeah. that could be huge would they throw the rookie of the year in there they might have to they yeah. might have to I don't know what do you think a deal would look like um, well, that's the hardest know, just, thing for me. Exactly. Is, is, like yeah. it, it's really hard to, um, to kind of theorize what any of these deals would look like, especially when you're talking about trading for a player of Kevin Durant's magnitude, which I, I'm not really sure that there's ever been a situation like this in the NBA before. I, I mean, can you ever think of a time in NBA history when one of the arguably one of the five to uh, seven best current players in yeah. the game 
and maybe even one of the top 10 players of all time has asked for a trade? It's really hard. I mean, the closest I can think about is probably the Anthony Davis deal. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. But again, like in it's terms nowhere of close. I'm just saying that's uh, the closest career. Yeah. You know, where you rank Anthony Davis in terms of career numbers, uh, everybody, I think, appreciates his game and, and considers him one of the top players currently. But Durant is an all-time player as well as a current top player. It's a very, very unique situation. But I think y you'd probably have to start with Pascal Siakam, and then you know maybe it's Scotty Barnes, maybe it's OG Anobi, or another player, uh, another you know talented star-level player or potential player. And then a shit ton of picks. Yeah, and, and the crazy thing is Kevin Durant's turning 34 in September. He's dealt with a an Achilles injury, which is not a good one. And he's yeah. under contract for four more years at a ton of money. So it's yes. like, yes, I'm willing to give up a lot to get this guy, but there's also a big risk in taking on a guy who's 34 years old. That's true. Two and a half seasons, three seasons away from an Achilles injury. And he's going to be 38 when I'm paying him $50 million a season. Yes, yes, you're right. Um, but I still think uh, the, the way he played last year kind of put to rest a lot of the concerns you might have about recovering from the Achilles injury, right? Like he had other injuries that sidelined him last year, but uh, I, I think it's – I would feel confident about trading for Kevin Durant at 34 years old right now. I'm reading an article right now from CBS Sports. It says, Kevin Durant only wants to play for the Heat if Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Kyle Lowry remain there. What are they going to trade for him? Yeah, Tyler good, Hero good and a bunch of picks? At, maybe. I don't know. Unless they get a third team involved or I, whatever. I mean, it, we got this guy who's a really, really good what? shooter. He didn't play for us much last season, <laughs> yeah. but he is an exceptional shooter. He's <laughs> under contract for a few more years. We'll include him with Tyler Hero. Duncan Robinson? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Nets are not doing that yet. <laughs> but, but, I mean, if you're Kevin Durant, why wouldn't you say those things, right? Like, yeah. I'm only playing with the Lakers if they have LeBron, Anthony yeah. Davis, and Russell Westbrook. Yeah. <laughs> He's got nothing to lose at this I'm point. I'm only playing for Phoenix if they have Devin Booker uh, and yeah. DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, and Chris Paul. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks continue to remodel their backcourt. They agreed to a one-year deal with guard Aaron Holiday after trading for his brother from the Sacramento Kings. So they got two holidays there in Atlanta. Hopefully that's not too many. Nobody liked my joke there. <laughs> All right. Toronto Raptors have re-signed Thaddeus Young to a contract extension. Uh, Just so he can be traded to Brooklyn. I like Thaddeus Young, but it's it's been a long time. He's old. He, he doesn't really do that much anymore. Any good, uh, good bet to have on a good team. Any word on, on what's going on with Blake Griffin? We talked about yesterday he was interested in going to L.A., yeah. No word yet. Uh, no word yet. Maybe he's waiting to see, you know, if Kyrie Irving ends up in L.A. or, okay. or something like that. And he that doesn't want to go or he does? No, I, I, he wants to go. I, I think he wants to play for either one of the L.A. Yeah. teams. The question is, which one do you choose? But if Kyrie goes to the Lakers, is he like, I'm going to the Clippers? Maybe he does. Okay. Maybe he does. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Bruce Brown has agreed to a two-year, $13 million deal with the Denver Nuggets. This could be one of the biggest underrated free agent yes. signings of the whole summer, I think. I agree. I love this move for Denver. I agree. <clears throat> we talked about two seasons ago was Christian Wood. Last season it was Malik Monk. I absolutely love this deal for the Denver Nuggets. And uh, I think it – not that it makes – uh, Michael Porter Jr. expendable, but this definitely takes a lot of pressure off of him, and it gives them kind of another option where it's like, okay, we need scoring versus we need defense. Let's throw Bruce Brown in there, and he's a great three-point shooter as well. He is. He had a phenomenal year with Brooklyn last year. Um, you, you basically l lost Will Barton and gained KCP and Bruce Brown. Like That's a big win to me, and the un overlying effect of this is 
of course, getting Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. back healthy now, this team's really deep yes. all of a sudden. Yeah, this team is definitely rocketing up the standings next season. And, uh, I mean, the past two years, they were, what, a favorite to go to the finals yeah. in the West? Are they back to that now? Uh, it's hard to argue with that currently. Like, you know, before they've played any games next year, right? you, you have to like their chances. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely have to like their chances. Any other deals you want to talk about here before we open up to Q&A? I think we've covered a lot of ground, um, you know, unless there's something just happened that we missed. But let me refresh the Woj <laughs> Twitter, Twitter feed. And, uh, yeah, let's open it up to Q&A. So everybody that's watching, thank you guys so much for joining us. Please hit that like button. Please hit the subscribe button. And it is your time. It's Q&A. So if you guys have questions, go ahead and drop them here in the chat. Calvin and I have answers uh we'd love to talk about anything that you guys want to talk about so just let us know here in the chat man i know I you guys want to talk about the kevin herder deal so tell us what you think about it yeah and i still can't believe the warriors snatched up dante di vincenzo if you talk it about makes a total team, sense to me but if you talk about a team like if you were to pick any team in the nba that's like they win every single year it's the warriors because even when they're not winning championships, they're signing Kevin Durant. They're landing the number two overall pick in the draft. <laughs> like, this team is winning at life. Yeah. It's yeah, absolutely. Wild. It's wild. And I didn't yeah. even mention Boogie Cousins, and that was didn't work out how they wanted it to, but still a, a huge yeah, win for them. But all of those guys you mentioned are big-name players, all-star level players. The, the Warriors are who they are because of these other deals, that, you yeah. know, finding the, the Juan Toscano-Andersons and bringing them up in the G League, Jordan Poole in the G League. And he officially left uh, today. Gary Payton, yeah. Yes, he, well, yesterday he signed with the Lakers. Lakers, yes. Um, <clears throat> which I, I also do like what the Lakers did yesterday. You know, getting guys like Lonnie Walker, uh, Juan Toscano-Anderson, Damian Jones, th those were all very solid moves, I think, that the Lakers made. But going back to the Warriors, that they, they're two steps ahead of everybody all the time. They, yep. they, don't, they can't afford to pay Gary Payton what he is going to get on the free agent market. So they let's could. get – They could. They could <laughs> if they really wanted to, yes. But it, do you spend – that much extra money in luxury tax on Gary Payton, or do you yeah. spend it on Jordan Poole? Yep. That, that's the question you have to get answer. And then they look like geniuses when they let Gary Payton walk and they sign a guy like DiVincenzo yep. to less than what his qualifying offer was. And they are the Warriors are actually the only current team right now that is a repeater in the tax, yep. I guess, offender. Um, so they have the highest luxury tax and everybody that they sign over is like increasingly, I think, I don't know what the multiplier is at this point, but every year that they're over, it multiplies and multiplies. So they're spending a ton of money. Yeah, it's gonna so get it's not just $9 million to bring in Dante DiVincenzo. No, it's not. It's $9 You're million right. plus yeah. tax. Yes. And inflation and all that other stuff we're living with these days, <laughs> which is a, a lot of fun. Um, Real quick here, Calvin, I want to touch on, I guess, kind of the biggest rumor that we've been hearing about here, and, and that's the Lakers and KD and Kyrie. Is it possible that the Lakers could get both of those guys? Because to me, that sounds absolutely ridiculous. Is Not it, that it can't happen. Is but, it possible? Yes. Yep. Um, I don't think that it's very likely. Okay. But is it possible? Yes, it is possible. Do you see the Nets moving KD and then saying, okay, we're going to move Kyrie? Or do they try and do it in one deal, even if it's to multiple teams? I think the the goal, the, the only two goals that the Nets have right now are get rid of Kyrie Irving. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, that's what they want. They don't want to trade Kevin Durant, but they're going to have to. Yeah. They want to trade Kyrie Irving. Get rid of him and deal Kevin Durant. They're going to be looking for the best possible package or pa packages in return. If they think that the best package is sending both of them to the same team, then I think that's what they'll do. But I, I find that hard to believe that one team can offer them 
a better package than multiple teams can for each individual. Yeah, and this uh, this team actually still doesn't have many draft picks, so they really need to do something yeah. to bring in some talent. They are not; uh, it's not beneficial for them to tank and lose the, these next couple seasons because they don't have many draft picks. No, they do not. They did pick up a 2027 first-round pick from Philadelphia in the James Harden deal and the 2022 overall uh, first-round pick that we saw just uh, a week ago. But other than that, they gave up a ton of picks to Houston. So the Nets don't have much. I have to think that they are going to be looking for more than just draft picks if they do trade both of those guys. So that seems to favor a team like the Lakers for me, right? Because they can give Westbrook, who has some value, and he's a huge expiring contract. And they have Anthony Davis, who probably has the most value of all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the fact, like Woj has said repeatedly over the past couple of days, the fact that Kevin Durant is on a four-year, has four years remaining on his deal, opens up a lot of teams into this. It's it's not a situation um, like we've seen in the past with guys like LeBron and and these other guys that are only on, only have two years left or... Uh, have player options or something like that. And so you you don't want to throw the kitchen sink at Brooklyn because you're worried you might lose them in a couple of years for nothing. You you have a lot of uh control, you know, if you if you're able to get a player like Kevin Durant in return. So there's I think a, a wide range of teams that are going to be in this until the end. Yeah. If you're the Lakers, are you more inclined to do this deal because you're like, well, first off, it seems like they've made it pretty uh, uh, pretty well known that they're trying to get younger, right? Like they brought in Damian yes. Jones, stuff like that. They, they want to get younger. But if they do a trade like Westbrook and Davis for Durant and Irving, they get older. Not yes. by much, but they do get older. But if you're the Lakers, you're looking, you're like, okay, maybe the writing's already on the wall here. LeBron's like 38 in December. Anthony Davis is not the future of the franchise like we envisioned him. Russell Westbrook's probably going to leave at the end of next season. This is our only, I guess, way to salvage this situation, and we could end up with a championship, maybe two, maybe three championships if we're able to keep this core together. Looking here at their draft picks, you know, the Lakers' 2023 first-round pick is a pick swap with the Pelicans, and I think the Pelicans are going to be a pretty good team next year. Most likely. So they will probably swap that unless the Lakers are you know top three team in the league uh then you have 2024 the Pelicans receive the Lakers first round pick they have an option for 2024 or 2025 and then after that it pretty much opens up where the Lakers have most of their first round picks so if you're the Lakers you're like okay we got 2026 2028 20 29 and you can throw in a bunch of pick swaps in there like you don't have that much draft capital to include in a deal but like i said if you're the nets maybe you don't need draft capital at this point right you're looking for more players to build around like an anthony davis yeah i i think it it's it's just uh, contingent on each what each team's offer is. Like, <clears throat> I think any team that deals for Kevin Durant is going to have to give up a star level player plus draft picks. It, yep. There's no way around that. So, um, the question is, do you like the Lakers star level players and picks more than another teams? Ivan's got a good uh, idea here in the chat. Trade LeBron for Durant. Who's saying no? I, I don't know. That's, that's an interesting. That's a very interesting, interesting proposal. move, right? Yeah. Because LeBron gets to team up with his old teammate and Kyrie Irving, yeah. who he won a championship with. Durant gets to move to L.A. Uh, I think could play well with Anthony Davis. Then, for me, the question is what happens to Ben Simmons? Because I don't see LeBron and Ben Simmons coexisting on a team. That would be interesting. They're like yeah. the same guy, except for LeBron can shoot a little similar. better. 
<laughs> a little better. And he scored he's got, a few more points. And he's got a few more points, a few yeah. more championships, a yeah. few more MVPs, all that good stuff. Yeah, man, that's wild. That'd be an interesting trade. It'd be really cool to but see LeBron would, and Durant play the, together, though. Probably the biggest trade um, in NBA history, I would say. Actually trade LeBron and AD for Kyrie and Durant. What's the difference? Like, I get the LeBron for Durant thing, but LeBron and AD for Kyrie and Durant, what's the point at that point? Like, you're just swatch, swip, like swapping teams. What is Kyrie, KD, and Westbrook going to win a title? Probably not. I feel like if I was Kyrie yeah. and KD, I'd rather have Ben Simmons on my team. And, and Kyrie and Westbrook on the same team doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but... You never know. You never know. Crazier things happen every day. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. All right, one more for refresh here on the Woj Twitter feed. It's kind of like yesterday, Calvin. Right around 2, 3 o'clock our time, things start to die down. Yeah. I think people are sleeping on the West Coast. So a lot of fun trades, a lot of interesting contract extensions that went down today. And uh, I think things will continue. However, I think day one and day two have been full of action. The majority of this stuff has happened already. Now I think everything pretty much hinges on what happens with KD and Kyrie. Pretty much, yeah. Those are the, the final dominoes to fall. Any last words before we end today's show? Another exciting day in the world of NBA free agency. Yes, yes, it is. Thank you guys so much for watching. Please don't forget to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. I hope you guys have a wonderful Canada Day today and a wonderful July 4th weekend. Uh, we will be back on Monday, July 4th for a quick little stream. Thank you guys so much for watching. Have a wonderful Friday, and don't forget to tip your bartender.